Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2. One credit-filled minute at a time. I'm Nick Amendez <laughs> in the news. Uh, I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us uh, is a returning champion, actually twice in one movie, and, yeah. and <laughs> Cassandra Fredrickson, and a uh, special guest, uh, Norman Mitchell. Welcome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Happy to uh, have you. Yeah, so we're we're talking. We've got credits, um, and I think we mentioned this on No Roads Edition, but I don't think we've actually mentioned this on the show. But uh, we're not we're not going to be really talking much about the credits because the little bit of research I did into credits, there's not a lot of change in the major people. It's all super minor people, and we didn't really want to get into the nuts and bolts of the credits. Uh, so. We're just going to yeah. be like answering emails and stuff. And we uh, we decided to use this particular minute uh, to announce something with uh, Cassandra and, and Norman. But um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I guess, Cassandra, <laughs> you've been on uh, twice already. And, and I'm sure that you'll be on again for the next one. Uh, unless so. you're too busy. Unless you're too busy with your other thing. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, Norman, uh, you've never been on the show before, so I would love to know your background with the movies. Do you remember the first time that you saw them? And what is your opinion of the sequels? Um, so I I don't really have like a good idea exactly when I saw them for the first time. I think it was on a TBS rerun when I was a kid. They were just like showing them across a weekend or something. Uh, and I love the idea of back to the future. I think the DeLorean is like one of the coolest looking cars ever. Uh, (laughs) I would love to have one. And apparently there's a new model coming out soon. It looks kind of like a DeLorean fused with like a Porsche. It's all like Mm -hmm. smooth, which is very weird. Um, I have only, I only really remember seeing back to the future Two like one time in its entirety. And that was a long time ago. Uh, but the third one's kind of always been my favorite. I love the wild West thing. Yeah. Yeah. We found we, we found doing this, uh, show, uh, I think the most surprising part was that if, uh, if people have seen the, if, if people have seen the sequels anytime recently, pretty unanimously, everyone seems to prefer the third one to the second one. Uh, which I think is interesting because as a kid, I would have never, ever believed that Um, (laughs) the second one's where all the fun stuff is. See, I've always thought like when I, when I saw the second one, I thought it was um, not as exciting as the first movie. Hmm. Is that just because of the, the, like using the, the stuff from the first one again? Probably. I, I, I haven't seen it in probably close to a decade, so it, that, I should rewatch it like really in its entirety. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. And, and I think, I think it makes sense that you've seen part three and part one the most, because those are the ones that tend to run on, like you said, on like TBS and TNT all the time. Yeah. For some reason, they tend to skip the second one. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because the second one is too short and like doesn't fit commercial breaks particularly well. I don't know. Um, the thing I remember most vividly from the second movie is that very first scene in the future with like mm-hmm. the 3D Jaws and all of that. 
is like the only thing I remember super vividly and the tunnel scene. Those are the two things I remember the most clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty, those two are, are pretty iconic uh, sequences. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just want to, I want to talk about um, what you guys have planned because I had I, I, a couple of, uh, I don't know, when was that Nick about a month ago that I, I put out the, the call for someone to do Jurassic Park minute or uh, who frame Roger rabbit minute. And those both uh, sound get, really fun. I know. Didn't get any takers on that, but, but I said that if, if somebody wanted to do it, uh, we would put it up on duelinggenre.com. Um, but you guys are going to be doing a minute podcast and we're yes. going to do it on duelinggenre.com. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are going to start, you're going to start during our hiatus, uh, which is perfect for anyone who is looking for more free content. Yes. Uh, it's coming up soon and I'm kind of freaking out about it a little. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just so much, so, so, so much. So why don't you guys uh, tell everyone what you have planned? Okay. Yay. Um, so uh, we are, <laughs> we're, we're going to be doing uh Lord of the Rings minute. Yes. Um, because <laughs> we have nothing better to do with our lives apparently for the next 12 years. Um, <laughs> and uh, as of right now, we're going to be doing the, the, the first three. So Lord of the Rings, um, and the extended editions. We're we're doing the extended editions because there's no point in just. Doing there's no the, point doing the theatrical. Count. Yeah, because everyone's yeah. gonna be like, "What about the extended?" So, um, I, yeah, I don't. You'll, you'll always get questions about what about the extended. You would never get questions about what about the theatrical right. cuts. And honestly, yeah. I've yeah. never I've never seen the theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings. It's always been the extended. So because they don't even show the oh. theatrical cut on TV usually. It's yeah. usually oh. the extended edition. Wow, that oh, actually, that's interesting. It makes me almost a little bit sad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I personally could sit through all of those Hobbit movies, but we'll get to that in like five years. So yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Or you could just not. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll inspire someone else to do those. Maybe we'll like pass. Or maybe torch. you can do. Or maybe you can do a, uh, a Patreon podcast where you cover the Hobbit movies like five minutes at a time instead of a minute at a time. I don't know if William Wallace could inspire someone to start a Hobbit Minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> those movies have diehard fans. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but all those people are wrong. <laughs> they're at the very least, they're definitely wrong about the third one. Sure. <laughs> Battle of Five Armies was. I don't think mm. anybody likes that movie, but mm. I don't know. I have seen every. I saw every single Middle Earth movie with my dad, and it became a. It became a tradition that we brought back when the Hobbit movies came out, and we were so sad from Desolation of Smaug that mm. I didn't. I just quietly let him. I remember there was a, a trailer for Battle of Five Armies because like it was always around Christmas and I'd always be home from college around then. Yeah. And they played a trailer for Five Armies and he was like, oh, man, there, uh, there's another one. And I was like, yeah. Was like, uh, <laughs> are we going to – is that uh, – is that, is that – and I was like, no. And he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I have a lot saw. of problems with those. I have yeah. a lot of problems with those movies. I mean, yeah, they're just, they're too damn long. There's, they're just, they're just too damn long. Uh, right. It's, it's the Hobbit. I don't need history. Yeah. It's too much. It's way too much. 
yeah, I, I've only seen, I only saw Unexpected Journey. Um, You're better oh, off. You haven't, seen, you haven't seen the best scene in that whole trilogy then? Uh, no, the, the no. I've only I've only oh. seen unexpected. I've only seen unexpected journey, and I I saw it in theaters, and I saw it in the sixty frames per second. Oh, thing, oh or 48, wow. 48 yeah. frames per second. And when they came out with the sequels, and they didn't do that with the sequels, I had no reason to go at that point. That's because I just realized I was only going for the gimmick of seeing a movie in forty eight frames <laughs> per second. What What is uh, that like? Um, I. Uh, I actually saw I saw Desolation of Smaug at a high frame rate, and I couldn't find a theater that had Desolation of Smaug in a high frame well, rate. I I really lucked out, Scott, because uh, it it was um, it was like being in a dream, but also really drunk in the dream. Oh my god! Um, like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't. That's not a way to really describe it, but. It's, <laughs> That, that's a way to describe the river action scene that's in Desolation dis- of Smog. It's, it's like they're moving really fast, but also like it's like it's it's really vivid to the point where it, it kind of like loops back around and becomes like really like jarringly blur? unrealistic. Weird. No, no, it ju- it just looks like you're on set. That's what it looks like. It just it just looks it's like you're on real time. S- right. It just looks like you're on set watching them make the movie. Weird. Yeah, it, it's weird, and I don't think that it was. I don't think filming The Hobbit like that was a good choice uh, because it it it's not real was well. well the problem <laughs> it was like if you filmed if you filmed Lord of the Rings like that, I think it would have been right because bad. everything's a practical effect. Right, wow. right. Like well, the majority of it is a practical effect, or and when it's not a practical effect, effect, it's like it's usually not CG anyway. Yeah, except for Gollum. Um, Except for Gollum and except for like large crowds, like in background shots and stuff like that. But uh, with The Hobbit, everything's green screen and it's weird. And Azog looks so bad. Yeah. I will say that I am really looking forward to uh, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk because they filmed (laughs) that on like in, in Dallas Cowboy Stadium. So it's like a real like location and that trailer looked, looked gorgeous. So I, I, I am excited to give that format another shot. Um, oh, so am I. I just don't think Peter Jackson was the guy to do it. Oh, totally, that's, totally. That's or, or, or those kinds of movies. Did was you? I even first, think. I even think. Oh, go ahead. Was that the first movie that they released in that format? Yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Weird. And it was a terrible. It was a terrible choice. I, I mean, I think if anyone's going to figure it out, it'll probably be James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he's. He's shooting the next Avatar in 60 frames per second, which is like twice the speed yeah, the of Hobbit uh, was 48, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yes. Yeah. So wow. um, did you know that Azog was played by uh, Manu Bennett, uh, 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 the guy that played Slade Wilson in Arrow? Huh. Really? Interesting. Um, so anyway, uh, so t- <laughs> tell us what, what, what are your plans for Lord of the Rings minute? How are you guys going to tackle these movies? Um, other than one minute at a time, yes, obviously. one excruciatingly yes. long minute uh, at a time. Um, <laughs> we're, we're probably going to stick to Monday through Friday. Um, mm-hmm. and we, we did the first, we, we like test recorded the first episode, but that's all we've done. So I need to like pick up the slack. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think 
because the prologue is like two. It's, like, it's two weeks. Yeah, it's like, like eight and a half. That minutes. prologue. Um, so we're probably not going to have guests for the first month or so. Um, but then we'll start having guests. So if you or you guys or you know anybody, I'm sure we have like the whole minute like all star cast. Yeah. To draw on. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well. Have you decided what uh, what bit of the the soundtrack is going to be your theme music? Mm. Um, probably either the Shire theme or the Fellowship theme. Yeah. Gotcha. Keep it simple. That's fair. Keep it simple. That's fair. Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's great. I'm I'm excited to listen. Uh, I I hope uh, Nick and I can be on it at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. I have no idea what. What what five minutes I want, but <laughs> I don't want to be on until until uh, Minas Tirith and Return of the King. Oh my god! All so, right, talk to you in uh, like twelve years. <laughs> you yeah. can, you can talk about Gandalf going to Minas Tirith in the first movie. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, that's that was that was cool. In retrospect, it's like oh they really they really set that up. Yeah, the first, I mean, they filmed them all at once. Like, they built like all the miniatures to start with. Yeah. 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 Um, so what? Uh, what? 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 Just so people have an idea of what to expect in a given episode, what is like? What sort of material are you pulling from? Like, what's your angle on the Lord of the Rings movies uh, um, to cover them? Well, we're. I mean, we're gonna go over like you know if there's any. I mean, obviously, we're gonna go over like what happens in the minute, but also if there's any um, noticeable difference between the movie and the book. Um, yeah. So we're gonna spend like probably two weeks talking about how Tom Tom Bombadil is the like the most like cool person, um, and <laughs> and he's relevant to the story. <laughs> yeah. He matters because um, yeah, we he slows it down. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he does, but it's good because um, we both really love the books too. So we're gonna bring that in, but not. Not overly much. Like we don't want to overshadow the movies, but we're yeah. we have all this material to pull from, so it's kind of just like uh, I'm, I'm cool also that guy that's read the Silmarillion a few times, yeah. so like I know background for other stuff. Yeah, a few times. Yes. Yeah, He's, I actually really like the Silmarillion. All right. The cool thing about uh, <laughs> I know I'm a rarity. <laughs> the cool thing about those movies is you kind of have a an advantage that that Scott and I don't have, where like you have um, an abundance of of material. I mean, you have all the appendices at your disposal. There's, mm -hmm. and there's no way to talk about it all. Oh, I know, I know. But like, just like the fact that it's there. I mean, like I, I, I would kill to have like hours upon hours of like in depth. I mean, I, I think those, I think those Lord of the Rings appendices are like the like pinnacle of like behind the scenes content, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like yeah, that, yeah definitely. I, I obsessively watched all of those and like, I remember crying watching parts of those. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's pretty cool that you have like such a wealth of of uh, of, of content to dig in through and use, like, to, to for research. Yeah, and not just the appendices because there's four different commentaries for all four of these movies, right? Yeah. Or all three of these movies because there's the too. cast and there's the cast, the crew, the art team, and the digital team. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go. I've only listened to, I mean, this, I mean I'm, I'm shallow, I guess, but I've only listened to like the Peter Jackson and Philippa Boynes and Fran Walsh and then the cask one. So I've yet to listen to like the, the art, art, art head department. Yeah. The art commentary is probably one of the most boring things I've ever sat through. Is it Alan? <laughs> uh, is it Alan Lee? And uh, yeah. yes. 
<laughs> but like, but like, yeah. can you hear their voices in your head? Like, if you think real hard. Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah, just and then just think about listening to them talk about the movie for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's because <laughs> they also they don't really talk that much. There's a lot of pausing in their speech, <laughs> and they're both yeah. very quiet. Yeah, they're very soft spoken. So it's just like, oh god. And it's over the sound of the movie, so like the sound is completely deadened out. Yeah. So there's just periods of nothing. <laughs> so what uh, do you guys have a premiere date yet? Um, mid September is when we're aiming for. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're we're aiming to get started as soon as we can after your hiatus starts. Yeah. All right. Nice. I um, wanted to do it a little earlier because stupid nerd plot reasons because Bilbo's birthday is in September, but um, but there's no way we can pull that off. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, well. I guess uh, I guess that about wraps us up um, for the for this one. Uh, thanks I you do. guys for being on. I hope everyone listening goes and checks out Lord of the Rings Minute if that's uh, something that uh, interests you. If you like uh, Lord of the Rings or want to learn more about Lord of the Rings, I'm sure they're going to get. I mean, there's just so much yes. that you can get into that uh, yeah. every minute is going to be pretty packed. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I do it, want to it take could a get really bloated. <laughs> Uh, so our, our this minute did end with uh, the credit for uh, the makeup designer mm-hmm. again was Ken Chase and I can't remember if we brought this up the first time but I do want to just say that he was in the makeup department for Escape from New York, The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, and Nutty Professor to the Clumps. And, uh, <laughs> I just think he deserves a shout out because those are some and when Harry met Sally. Uh, so Ooh. so thank you, Ken. You were born in 1942, and uh, I love you. I love, I love you. Well, I mean, the thing is a classic. Oh yeah, the stories that guy probably has. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, so we'll be back tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, with minute 105. Yeah, we'll have more credits. We'll have emails, and we'll st- we'll uh, continue reading the 1967 draft. Yeah, we'll finally get to to see what's been going on in that uh that timeline and meanwhile mm-hmm. if you want to go to our website you can go to duelinggenre.com uh talk about ken chase and lord of the rings minute uh what are you guys looking forward to what are your favorite parts of the lord of the rings trilogy the other greatest trilogy uh ever made <laughs> oh. uh, contact at back to the future is where you can email us uh we're doing our back to the future no roads edition every weekend even through the hiatus and uh we need your email so we have uh, more and more stuff to talk about, and uh, it'll be the only Back to the Future Minute content you will get uh, until we come back with part three. Uh, so you know, uh, pitch in a few dollars if it's if it's you know in your within your means. Uh, tweet us at BTTF Minute. We love hearing from our listeners on Twitter. We love sharing and caring, and uh, all the other uh, Air Bears, Lionheart. Is that one? Is that one called Lionheart? <laughs> yeah, I don't yes. know. I think that's There's right. One Tenderheart. Yes um plugs <laughs> i just said the word plugs uh, uh com is our tumblr page and uh i yeah we we get some really really cool feedback from listeners on tumblr and it's always really uh funny and sweet and uh i love our listeners we don't we have we have zero buttholes in our in our in our uh in our family which is cool 
um, like us on Facebook, leave us a five star review on iTunes. We got a really interesting two star review uh, this morning that um, I, I I got a kick out of it because it was even our this is our this is kind of like our worst review, but it was still like kind of still positive. Um, he took he took offense with me using the phrase of the whites. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which i apologize for sir. um yeah i really i really jinxed us when i mentioned i really jinxed us yesterday when i mentioned uh reviews uh bad reviews because we got one immediately oh that was my weird. God. yeah but I, I would still call that an okay review i mean considering it's not what, one it's not a one star yeah review. i mean when you think about yeah. what people have said about like kevin smith you know what i mean like i think yeah we're pretty lucky uh the doctor's companion where all three of us um, and occasionally some guests like Norman uh, review Doctor Who, every Doctor Who story, one doctor at a time. And we are about to review the ninth Doctor's second story, The End of the World, featuring Madam Hooch. And uh, you can listen to um, the show that all, we're all very proud of. It's our original series, Geek by Night, which is back in full swing. It's coming out next month in September, and we're so proud of it. The stories are better than ever. We love our cast. We love it. And... Uh, we love hearing from you guys. So like, tell us, let us know if you're listening to geek by night, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we make stuff so that people can enjoy it. Uh, and, and of course coming soon, Lord of the Rings minute at duelinggenre.com. Yeah. Our, yeah. Uh, we're adding, we're adding a new, a new, uh, it's like the new ship. Scott's yeah, excited. First, Scott's excited. I, Cause he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but, but also I'm just excited. Cause there's like, there's going to be a new show on the site that Nick and I have nothing to do with. Yeah. It's right? kind of, this must be how JC feels. Yeah, uh, I like it. <laughs> and uh, find out how to help us out if you can financially duelinggenre.com slash support but uh, of course if you are in a position where you can't no shame uh, but you know be sure to just spread the word if you like us you know maybe just tell a friend or tweet or you know do whatever the kids are doing Snapchat uh, mm-hmm. special thanks to Patreon associate producer as always Leaper 182. I hope you had a happy Thor's Day and we will see you on Friday.